0: Amen. We sure have enjoyed some mighty good singing and mighty good message and song this morning. I want you to open your Bibles again to our text passage in the book of Luke in chapter 1. My text verse is verse number 30, but I want to read the rest of the chapter there. And uh, verse number 30, the Bible says, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary." Now I want you go to verse number 34, and I want to read the rest of the chapter. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called uh, barren. I want to preach this morning. let, Let me read two other verses. I want you to see verse 37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. I'm going to preach this morning on this subject why the angel's message was fear not. Why the angel's message was fear not. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, our hearts have been blessed. I personally have been blessed this morning to hear once again and to see the old, old story. Thank you, Lord, for loving us, and thank you, Lord, for loving us, and that while we were yet sinners, Lord, you died for us. My heart's desire and prayer is that anyone here today or watching this service that has not received the gift of eternal life, that they would even now... And Lord, by the end of this service today, put their faith and trust in you for salvation. Lord, I pray that you'd help me to take this Christmas story from the Word of God and bring it to our lives today, this December 11, 2022. And may this truth be used to encourage young people, teenagers, and adults alike May you fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I call your attention this morning to two words in our text. These two words are spoken eight times in the book of Luke alone, and they're spoken many times throughout the word of God, and those are the two words, fear not. When someone speaks the words, fear not, to someone else, Don't miss the statement. It is usually because they know something that the person they're speaking to does not know. If I say to someone, fear not, typically, I would say that because either experience or knowledge, I know something they do not know and that which they are afraid of is overshadowed by the fact or by the knowledge of something that is of a higher knowledge or a greater power. And that is just the case here in this story. The angel knows something. The angel knows something that Mary doesn't know. The angels know that everything is going to be all right, hence The angel says to Mary, fear not. Now, fear can cause us to do things that we would not normally do. Would you agree? When we get afraid, we do things that we wouldn't normally do. Sometimes we would cause more harm to ourselves by fear than the thing we are afraid of. Sometimes we would say something or do something out of fear That would not be our normal behavior when you look through the bible and you see the folks that behaved out of fear you find an example of what i'm saying for example uh, abraham at one time it was with his wife sarah uh, but because of fear of what might happen he said she's not my wife she is my sister Now you can imagine the trouble Abraham had later uh, that day and uh, when he told someone that uh, Sarah was his sister and not his wife. He did that foolish thing because of fear. Jacob displayed fear of Esau in Genesis chapter 32. Moses displayed and reacted a fear of Pharaoh in Exodus chapter 2. Moses feared rejection in Exodus chapter 4. The disciples feared the storm in Matthew chapter 8. And we go out throughout the word of God and we find a behavior that is not typical. It is certainly not one of faith when we are acting out of fear. Now we live in a time of fear today in our culture and in our world, as did Mary and Joseph in their day. And while I'll not list those things that would bring fear in our minds and in our hearts, Mary and Joseph were facing circumstances that would have been fearful to any young couple. I read the story again, I've read it through the years of a Uh, Scottish preacher that told the story when he was young and in his childhood uh, between his home and town uh, and uh, specifically between his home and school uh, there was a patch of forest. Now as a child a little patch of woods can seem like a huge forest and uh, this preacher said when I was a boy I always dreaded going through those forests. He said all the other boys told That's where the wild, dangerous animals hung out. And there were even robbers and burglars and and all kinds of bad people in that forest. And he said, I would always make sure if I had to pass between home and town or school and home, I would go through that forest in the daytime. Uh, One day, as boys would, he played too late and the darkness fell. And it was dark and between he and home was the forest. And as he began walking through, he heard all kinds of noises. He heard what he thought was wild animals. He felt what he thought was robbers about to kidnap him. And with that eerie feeling of someone being close by, he heard someone say, John, he said he swallowed, and he was afraid. But then the second time, uh, the voice said, John, is that you? This is Dad. He said, Yes, Dad, it's me. He said, I knew you were afraid, so I came to walk you home in the dark through the woods. Now, you know what every Christian needs to hear this morning? We need to hear the voice of the Heavenly Father say to us, Fear not. I know something. You don't know. Now there are three stories in particular that are a part of the Christmas story where the message came, fear not. First of all, it was a never fear God's providence. That's the story we just read in Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. It was a fear that Mary had. And may I say this morning, nothing is coincidental with God Nothing is circumstantial with God. Everything is providential with God. When you look at Mary's life, her life was a life of calmness. It was a life I think that was a typical one of a young Jewish lady that knew and loved the Lord and she was uh, uh, she had the typical dreams of life, of marriage, of children and family. Uh, She is engaged to a man named Joseph who was working uh, uh, to provide and would be a good provider for her and in her family. Uh, She had maintained sexual and spiritual purity, according to the scripture, and she's living close to the Lord and living a good life before him. Her life was a life of calmness. And then one day a change took place that she had no control over. And that change was Gabriel announced to Mary uh, that she was with a child and that she would have uh, the, uh, the baby, uh, the Lord Jesus, that had been prophesied of. Now, she, uh, her life was turned upside down. And when she heard that, fear gripped her soul just like that. She was called to bear shame, reproach, and humiliation for the glory of God. Now, we look back on it different than what that young virgin lady would see it in her life and living in the culture of her day. She would then later share in the greatest glory known to women, and yet it begins with the great difficulty of change. Now, let's fast forward that story to our lives when our lives do not go as planned, and they most often don't. Nobody plans a flat tire nobody plans sickness on a trip nobody plans difficulty though we're aware that it can and it does come those are not in our plans and life often is changed and our and our plans are changed and the result of that is fear mary asked the question uh, to, uh, to the angel how how can these things be she was saying This is an impossibility. Are you listening to me? Oftentimes the circumstances of our life, they do seem impossible. We think. We'll never make it through this. We'll never survive this difficulty. We'll never go through this challenge. And we ask the question, Lord, how can these things be? Ah, but thank the Lord the message was fear not. You know why the angel's message was fear not? Because the angel knew something Mary didn't No, aren't you glad this morning we serve a God that's in control of all things and that's why, dear friend, we open this precious book day after day and of everything in life that we call a circumstance and everything in life that we refer to as a coincidence is neither, it's a part of the providence of an almighty God that is in full control. Mary of course she consecrates her heart to the Lord and in verse number 38 she submits her life to the will of God and she sets an example of obedience and surrender that every child of God needs today and may I say if your life was going on in calmness and the way you had planned life and all of a sudden a change came and as a result of that Fear gripped your heart. The message from God today is fear not. And the reason he gives that message is I know something that you don't know. And what I know is greater than the thing that you fear. And I say today the answer to facing what we refer to as a circumstance and and a coincidence is something that we need to simply yield our life to God in. Now when we exercise this fear not, what we're saying is rather than focusing on my circumstance, I'm going to focus on what God knows that I don't know. Throughout the word of God, we find the stories of those who faced Horrendous difficulty, and yet as time went along, we learned it was that difficulty in life that brought them to the place of blessing. Joseph going on in life, normal, and God gives to him a great plan in life that one day he'll be a world leader. He's excited about that. But he doesn't understand the difficulties and the challenges that he will face from his own family, from his own brothers and being sold into slavery and the difficulties that he will face in the house of Potiphar when he thought finally he'd gotten a break and he ends up not with blessing but he ends up in prison and forgotten by those that promised to help him. Ah, but Joseph, he didn't live his life in fear. He lived his life in faith because he knew the God that knew something that the circumstances didn't know. And I say to you this morning, when it comes to the providence of God, have faith in God. The message of the angels is fear not, and the reason being, God knows what we don't know. It's interesting. Take your Bibles, go to Matthew chapter 1. Joseph faced fears of his own. Here's the man that is engaged to Mary. It is a public engagement. It is a public announcement. And this is what we may call the fear of immediate obedience. This is the fear that Joseph faced that was different than the fear of of Mary. Notice in Matthew chapter 1, verse number 18 now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. Now you remember what I said, when you act in fear, you'll do things that you would not typically do. When you act in fear, you'll say things that you would not typically say. When you act in fear, you'll go places that you would not typically go. And Joseph, he faces the fear. Here I am, a spouse to a young lady that, that in, in, in our day it's a very shameful thing. In fact, it is a criminal activity. If it is found that she is with child and we are not married, the law says she could be stoned to death. And so if you will, see Joseph sitting, pondering in fear. Oh no, what am I going to do? How did this happen? The child is not mine, but she is with child. What am I going to do? Maybe I, can just, maybe I can just take her someplace and just keep her there in privacy. Or maybe I can just publicly divorce her, but, but, but she may lose her life. Notice what the Bible says. But while he thought on these things, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not. Now, why would the angel say, fear not? Excuse me while I get excited. God knows something Joseph doesn't know. Aren't you glad this morning? I'll tell you, there are times I want to know what's going on in our nation, and I want to know what's going on in our world, and I'll turn on a newscast just to, just to try to figure out what's going on, and there's so much frustration, and I never know when to, when, when to believe what they're saying. I, I think I've figured out when they're lying. I, I, I see their lips move, but, uh, uh, but, 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 but there's sometimes I, I don't know what to do. I'm glad I can do as Joseph did as I sit down and begin to ponder, Lord, what are we going to do? And the Holy Spirit comes and he says, Fear not, I've got the message from God. God knows something that you don't know. And I wanna say this morning in God's plans in your life, sometimes when dreams are shattered and hopes are dashed and our pride is lost, we don't know what to do and we go to God I say to you this morning, the message is the same today as it was in the days of Joseph when the angel said, fear not, God knows something, Joseph, you don't know. And I came to deliver the message from God. Let's look at it. I got so excited I lost my place. I'll be with you in just a moment. in joy, in comfort, and gladness, sometimes we have to go through great difficulty. By the way, if everything went as we planned in life, you and I would be people of pride that nobody could stand, including ourselves. We are naturally people of pride. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but we are. Even when God does something in our life, we're typically proud of what God's done in our life and sometimes take the credit for it. But God leads us through the valley. God leads us through the darkness. God leads us through the forest to the place that we wonder what's going on. Is there wild animals in this forest? Are the robbers working tonight when all of a sudden we hear a voice that says our name and we freeze to hear what it is, and what we need is to hear a word from the Father that says, Fear not, I know something that you don't know. Amen. Let me give you the last one. Take your Bibles and go to Luke chapter 2 again. We have another group of people that are filled with fear, and those are the shepherds. This is what I would call the fear not of salvation. This is the story of the fear of the shepherds. They too are told, fear not, because God knows something that they do not yet know. Notice what the Bible says in Luke chapter 2 and verse number 8. And there was in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore, painfully afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. There it is again. Now why would the angel say to the shepherds, Fear not. Well, I'll tell you why. The angels knew something the shepherds didn't know. All the shepherds knew were that they as a group, were social outcasts of the day. In fact, shepherds were oftentimes vulgar, dirty. I don't mean dirty in behavior, but dirty in uh, their physical condition because they didn't go to work every day and back home. Shepherds lived among the sheep. It was obvious when you met a shepherd that he was a shepherd because he smelled like a shepherd. He smelled like sheep. They were unkept. They were religious outcasts. They, they didn't go to the places of worship. They were outcasts. By virtue of their very jobs, by virtue of who they were, they were considered defiled and unfit to participate in the ceremonies that were in the temple. And so they were separated from both God and man. By the way, That is the natural condition of man. You and I are separated from God by virtue of our sins. And we're doomed to an eternity apart from Him. And those who say, well, I'll just go to hell and be with my friends have no concept or understanding of what eternal death is. I've never been to a hospital where someone is suffering that says, I'm just enjoying being here with my friends suffering in the hospital. You don't enjoy when you're suffering anything. You're not going to enjoy anything in hell. And I want to tell you this morning, you must be born again to go to heaven. You, you, you can't just think that you're good enough to get to heaven. You can't look at someone else and say, Well, he claims to be a Christian. I'm as good as he is. You're looking at the wrong part. You're looking on the outside. You see, when men trust Christ as Savior, they become a born-again child of God, and the Holy Spirit moves within and seals us until the day of redemption. I want to tell you this morning, it's no small matter. Uh, Religion won't get you to heaven Church membership won't get you to heaven. It's receiving the gift of eternal life by simple childlike faith and nothing else. They're saying, Lord, I realize I'm a sinner. Now, why there's any shame in that, I don't know. But there is, and there's fear. When the angels came to the shepherds, they were afraid because they'd come in contact with God. These are not folks that have been a part of the ceremonies. These are not folks that have been a part of the music and a part of all that had happened at the temple. They were used to being in the darkness and the only light being a light of a fire. And all of a sudden, the great light of heaven shines upon them and a multitude of heavenly hosts, uh, you would be afraid too. And dear friend, that is a picture of us coming into the presence of an almighty and a perfect and a righteous God. And when we see the righteousness of God, we fall on our face and we realize I am nothing but a sinner. I'm separated from the wonderful righteousness of God by my sin. Ah, but the angel He gave the same message to the shepherds that the angels had given to Mary and to Joseph. He said to the shepherds, fear not. Well why would we not be afraid? We've never seen the presence of God. We've never seen our condition like we are and we've never seen ourselves like we see ourselves today. How can you tell us not to fear? I'll tell you why because I know something that you don't know. Jesus came to redeem not just uh, uh, the good or not the righteous. He came to save the sinner. He came to save from the lowest of men and the gospel message is not given to royalty. The gospel message is given through the lowliness of a sinner saved by grace. Well, I just want to say hallelujah that God would take an old sinner like me and not only save me, but let me be a voice. Let me be a proclaimer of truth to tell the world salvation is not because of an individual. It's not because of the church. I'm here to tell you today, salvation is through faith in Christ. You don't need to fear in your sins. You need to put your faith in Christ. When we read this story and we find out that the shepherds learn what the angels has come to tell them. Notice, if you will, in verse number 15. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into, the, into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. Now, now we may not realize this today, but this is very uncomfortable for them to go anywhere near the town or a place of worship, especially deity of any kind. And folks that don't know Christ as Savior, church is not comfortable. I don't, don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. We don't need to change church into something worldly so the sinner becomes comfortable. Now, now don't, don't miss what I'm about to say. I want you to look on. Verse number 16. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, look at it now. They made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. They went from not being comfortable or being welcomed at the house of God to the place. Look at me. When they saw Jesus. When they saw the baby, it changed their life. They understood the message. You don't need to fear. I know something that you don't know. You're not just a shepherd. From this day forward, when you put your faith in Christ, you're a sinner saved by grace. And I love the old song that says, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. They now go tell everyone, Can you imagine the crowd around here? And here comes a shepherd. I wonder what those shepherds are doing in town. I don't ever see shepherds in town. Well, they look excited to me. I wonder if they've had new lambs. I wonder what in the world's going on. Listen, a lamb had just been born like they had never seen before. They had heard it prophesied that the Lamb of God was coming. And these shepherds, as they had seen all of the lambs born in their life and all of their work, they had found a babe in Bethlehem like they had never seen before. No wonder John said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Now, someone who doesn't know Christ as Savior, you're not comfortable to hear the words, you're a sinner I wasn't comfortable when I heard the words that I'm a sinner and that hell would be my eternal home thank the Lord he knew something I didn't know that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine uh, uh, believe in thine heart thou shalt be saved. I no longer live in fear. Heaven is my home. I live in confidence of faith that I am a child of the King. Stand with me this morning. You may be here like Mary. Your life is turned upside down. You've gone from calmness to change. You just need to consecrate your life to the providence of God. It may be tough. It may be difficult. But God knows something you don't know Yield your life to Christ today. You may be here like Joseph. and All your plans and dreams, they've been turned upside down. Life is not going to be typical and normal. What do I do? Fear not. God knows something you don't know. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd help us today to understand that the message is still the same. The message of fear not. For this book is filled with truth that oftentimes we fear because we do not know what the truth is. I pray for those this morning that I know of, and there are many whom I do not know their circumstances. They're going through difficulties in their life. I pray that they would yield their life to the providence and to the plan and to the message of God in their life. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. If you're here and you do not know Christ as your Savior, I want you this morning to put your faith and trust in Christ. I would ask you, when he begins to sing the invitation song, to step out of your seat. Make your way to the front. Let one of these men know that you want to trust Christ as your Savior. You want to know for sure heaven is your home. You ought to do that today. If you've already been saved, You need to make a decision for Christ. Maybe it's believer's baptism. Maybe it's church membership. Maybe you just want to find a place at this altar and say, Lord, I want to get rid of my fear by faith in your word. Then you need to do that. Find a place at this altar to pray. Heavenly Father, bless our invitation now in Jesus' name. Amen.